Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, do you know where your grown-up drinks are? Dude, I'm drinking coffee, man. Come on. There you go. I'm drinking coffee. I, yeah, I, you know I drink coffee. I know you do. You know, I'm very serious about my coffee. And and my other grown-up drinks. I got a, <laughs> I got a nice bottle of gin yesterday, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, cracking it open. Panther, how's your Mountain Dew? It's uh, it's Cherry Coke Zero this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> way to try to throw me under, and then I just go ahead and bury myself. I, I've never been a coffee drinker. I'm not a latte or cappuccino or any of that crap. Hot chocolate, or I'll do, you know, the other adult drinks. Um, usually, like, if I'm Vegas or whatever. I'm really not a big drinker, so I don't know. Rich, you a big drinker? Now, I used to drink too much. I was scary for the rest of the world. The proverbial, you know, one is too many and a hundred is not enough. And the uh, where's your adult drink dig at me? Because I, I drink Mountain Dew to get my caffeine, <laughs> which is cool. I get it. You know, I'm the new guy on the block. So pick up the chin and give him the uh, the, the rope to the nut shots. Thanks, Arch. Now, maybe, maybe after yesterday's bad beats, you're, you're going to consider drinking again. Man, I, yeah, I could be after uh, getting three and two on the picks on the site and the two that I lost, the Braves get thrown out at home to end the game and with the run would have tied. And then if, and, and against that Philly bullpen, they probably would have won that game. And then Jamal Murray with a meaningless three at the end of the game because he wanted to put five zero in the playoffs on his resume and get beat on that. So I felt like, uh, Dylan White getting hit by that left uppercut by Pavodkin just knocked me on my ass. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was your weekend, though, man. That was your that was your weekend right there. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that just made made the whole weekend. Max, profitable for sure. Max, did you have to open up that bottle of gin after you saw Embiid launch that uh, three? Oh my god, that was so brutal. Listen, Brad Stevens is my boy. With forty seconds left, he challenged a foul. <laughs> I'm like, he's thinking of the gamblers right here. Yeah. He's, he's trying to preserve this 10-point lead. He is thinking about us. And then, boom, Embiid ugh, cuts it to four with a meaningless three-point. Ends his season. Possibly uh, question marks over his his Sixers career now. 
I, I doubt it. I think I think Embiid and and, and Simmons uh, go for it. It's probably you know Brett Brown that, that gets uh, kicked to the curb here after the season. Uh, hey, listen, I'm happy Celtics moved on. Great, but I mean, come on, motherfuckers, they were they were up by ten. They were up by ten right there. Yeah, that was that was the best thing that could happen for the Sixers because they weren't winning the title. They weren't advancing. Um, especially without Ben Simmons. So them getting bounced early is probably in their best interest. Now they have uh fire Brown and, and get another coach in there. And, but they got to get more depth um, because without Simmons, they don't have a true point guard, but um, I was on the other side. I made my, my picks on the, I took the Sixers. I thought they might at least keep it within the 10. Um, they were getting whacked there for a while and then they were close for a while, but um, yeah, I was on the opposite end. So sorry, Max. I don't care. Listen, the, the Celtics won. I mean, I, I, I had I had a bad day yesterday. I lost um, less about five bucks. Um, went two and two. My my hockey play though, man. The Boston Bruins came out and just whacked hmm. Tampa Bay yesterday. Just absolutely whacked the Lightning. So that that's going to be a fun series to watch. I projected that as a coin flip. It doesn't look like mm. a coin flip after game one. Mm. Yeah, man. Some some fun hockey stuff today, too, especially Panthers Flyers get to play today. And his Avalanche. Man, he's, he's got multiple teams. His other team did did quite well yesterday, too. Yeah. Uh, Vegas is Vegas, Vegas, uh, looking pretty, pretty good out there. <laughs> All right, we should get to it. We should uh, jump into the NBA, and then we can get to those hockey picks in a little bit. Um, Milwaukee, Orlando opened up Milwaukee minus 13 and a half. They are minus 13 and a half now. I told you before the show, I, ha- I have seven games I am betting on today and three of the four NBA games I am betting on. So this is one I am going to bet on because after losing game one, the Bucks have covered two large spreads. And you know what Vegas has decided to do? Give them the biggest one yet. Uh, the one thing to worry about this team, other than just not showing up and getting beaten, is their fourth quarters if they have a big lead. Milwaukee was up by what 30 30 plus points in the third quarter of game three and then they took everyone out they ended up winning and covering by 14 but do you want to trust that do you want to trust milwaukee with that big lead if if they have to cover a, a, a big spread uh milwaukee's just been shooting lights out the last two games i think that's going to cool off a bit uh maybe orlando uh shows up a little bit more than they did the last couple games, keeps it a bit closer. Just in general, teams have a hard time of covering three straight games in the playoffs. And when the lines are this big, they really have a hard time covering them. So I'm going to bet Orlando here with these points. I think they can keep it within 10. Yeah, some of of these lines are way out of whack, uh, especially with Milwaukee. And they're covering. They're playing phenomenal. Um, but man, thirteen and a half is, is so many. And to Max's point, they they are that good. They're twenty points better than Orlando, but it's that fourth quarter. And you know, I think the last couple of times I've been jumping on Orlando because of those point spreads, just thinking, hey, all they got to do is crawl back in the fourth and cover. I, I don't think Orlando really stands a chance. This is their series. This is it. Right? If they don't win this game, then it's it's done. So I, I feel like Orlando is going to put out their best effort. Um, Thirteen and a half just seems uh, just seems like too many. But we say that every time this line comes out. I'll go with Max. I'm going to bet Orlando here. Yeah, I'm 
Max says that he he thinks they can keep it within 10. I have Milwaukee winning by 10. So I, I would be inclined to lean Orlando. I just don't trust that team at all. Um, Aaron Gordon, he, he may play today. So that could be a boost to the offense for Orlando. But I, I'm going to lean Orlando, but I'm getting crazy numbers on the over-under in my projections. I'm going to go – I'm going to actually bet the under 225 oh in this game, unless, of course, Arch can find me a better number like he normally does. Let's see. Take a look real quick. Uh, 225 is what you've got. No, that looks right. 225. Yeah, so I'm going to bet the under. Oh, 225 and a half for the under. Uh, there you go. 225 and a half. I'll probably get beat on the hook on some meaningless shot at the end, but <laughs> I'll take the uh, under. Um. Yeah, I like I like where Max where your head is at. 13 and a half seems like it's a little bit too many. In fact, if we think Bovada and Bet Online are maybe the, the canaries in the coal mine here, this could go to 14. It could go to 14 even. I'm still gonna take Orlando plus the 13 and a half. Right. Houston, OKC. Mm-hmm. This one opened up Houston minus three. They are minus three now, still at Pinnacle, but three and a half at every other book here. It took overtime for the Thunder to win game three, but still, at least they're going to avoid a sweep to uh, Mr. Jimmy James Harden and crew. As expected, uh, the Rockets shooting was not as good as their first two games. They, they keep regressing game after game. Their shooting gets a little bit worse. That is their M.O., uh, but they still had a lead with 30 seconds left in that game. And that spells trouble for OKC. Chris Paul had a bounce back game in, in that game. And I don't think the Thunder can afford for him to be off anymore in this series if they want to stand a chance. And I know, Panther, you keep saying Steve Adams is a key to beating Houston. But OKC cannot find a way to use him to take advantage of Houston's smaller lineup. In fact, I, when he's on the court, he is a liability. OKC is outscored significantly by Houston uh, compared to when he's not on the floor. So Billy Donovan has to figure out a way to use him or not put him in the game and, and try to keep up with uh, the Rockets here. It's, it's interesting is the money is all over Houston here. That line had stayed the same. I've seen it shift down in some books. Uh, I, I'm not going to call it a trap. And again, traps really don't mean anything in the NBA to me. Uh, for me, I I think Houston's shooting regresses another another game. Uh, it's going to be on on route to their missiles <laughs> uh, perspective that we've seen in the playoffs for them before. So I I don't know if if OKC can win this one. I do like them with the points. I'm going to lean the Thunder here. I do think that they can keep it close. Yeah, your your Steve Adams commentary is is on point, and I, and it might be the defensive side because he can't get back quick enough, and if Houston just keeps pushing the ball, then it ends up being like a five on four situation because Steve Adams is still crawling back to the defensive side of the floor, um, and, and so maybe they need to stick with a small ball. I'm not sure, but Houston pushes the pace. Uh, Harden launches. I mean, there's no shot the guy won't take. So yeah, their, their percentages go down, but the volume seems to be pretty constant or even going up. I mean, they just, they just shoot and hope they go in. It took overtime for OKC to win the Houston's just the better team. Um, I'm going to, I'm probably just going to keep riding them out. I'm going to, I'm going to bet the Rockets here. And this is a critical game. Obviously both teams 
series looks a lot different three to one Houston or two to two and Houston has shot poorly the last couple of games. I don't suspect they'll shoot as poorly in this game, but I do have uh, my projected score at 110, 110. I'm going to lean Oklahoma City um, because I don't trust them very much either, especially Chris Paul. Okay. Yeah, I, damn, I'm I'm really torn here. It's close. It's real close. I keep thinking OKC is supposed to keep it a lot closer than they have been. Um, um, I'm going to bet OKC. I'm going to bet OKC plus the three. All right. Indiana, Miami. Indiana opened up plus seven and a half. They are my, or plus six now. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, here's another series that could just be over today. Miami has dominated Indiana so far. Um, Jimmy Butler might even be more motivated today. To remind Philadelphia what they used to have. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think injuries to the Miami ben- bench could allow for Indiana to steal this game, possibly another game in this series. Uh, you- you're looking at Jay Crowder is questionable today. Andre Iguodala is questionable today. And that is a hit to that Miami perimeter defense. Pacers need to get Brogdon into rhythm early. They have to exploit those gaps in the three-point defense should Iguodala and Crowder be out. Um, it's another one where I'm seeing the line shifting to be more favorable to the team with the money on them. But I think this, this one's, uh, I think this one's closer. Uh, I, Miami possibly completes the sweep today, but much like that Boston game, <laughs> maybe there's a meaningless three at the end or something. I'm going to bet Indiana here. I think they keep it close. Yeah. This was one of the things that I, I was, I just really think the Pacers might want to show up and, win one um miami's just been so much better so dominant um they've got the two best players on the floor and indiana's still not going to have any sabonis that i'm aware of so that that's a big hurt for the pacers if sabonis isn't playing um butler and adebayu is probably more than enough i just i just wonder if the pacers have any heart or if the Heat have that step on their throat while they're down, bury them mentality um, with it looking like other teams, Boston's already advanced, Toronto's advanced. Um, it, like it's one of those you don't want to keep playing if these other teams are sitting around resting and waiting. So I feel like Miami's going to come out and try and get this one done and be done with this series. So I'll bet Miami here. Yeah, Sabonis came back to the bubble, um, I think, yesterday or over the weekend, so he's not eligible to play today. But it looks like Indy thinks they're going to play another game. The last game for all the NBA conspiracy theorists, Miami got 52 free throws to 28 for the uh, Pacers. So Nate McMillan was not happy with that, the coach of Indiana. I don't think Miami gets 52 free throws today, probably a lot less than that. But they seem to have. Indiana's number, the the combination, uh, how to shut them down. I'm going to lean Miami because I do expect Indiana to put up a fight today, but I'm not going to bet them. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to lean Indiana here. I think it's, yeah, I, this is, I've, ever, I've had a real hard time with this series. Been wrong too often. So I'm, it's just a lean for me on this one. All right. Lakers, Blazers. Lakers opened up minus seven and a half. They are minus seven and a half now. Yeah, the, the fracture in C.J. McCollum's back has just become more of an issue as the playoffs have gone on. Uh, as a result, Damian Lillard has lost his co-pilot. 
and the other Blazers players on the team uh, have needed to step up. The problem is no one has stepped up. Carmelo is in a shooting slump, and the Lakers have a front court that can keep Nurkic and Whiteside in check. We have yet to see LeBron James really show up in this series, and the Lakers are up 2-1. Uh, but I, I'm not ready to wave the white flag yet on Portland. Lakers have been playing great defense. They've been focusing hard on Lillard, but I just don't think it's sustainable game in and game out when there's only a day of rest in between games. So if there was more rest in here, I think they can keep that defensive pace up. But the fact is they're going every other night. Lillard is bound to break out. I think he's going to have a big game. They possibly win this one. I think they can even the series today. But, I mean, I'm getting points, so i I'm going to take them, right? I'll bet the Blazers here. I could see them winning, though. So many things. I went back and looked at all three games, and so many things that aren't going in Portland's favor. One is C.J. McCollum, as Max mentioned. Two is they're putting Whiteside and Nurkic out there at the same time instead of rotating them and beating down Anthony Davis. But since they're out there at the same time, Davis has been pretty much controlling them, because especially when they both hit the bench or you know, they're just they don't have Davis in check. Davis has been the difference maker for the Lakers. And the, the other thing has been three-point shooting. No McCollum mm-hmm. is a big, big deal for Portland. And outside of game one where the Lakers shot about as bad as Harden does from three-point land, they've been shooting better than 33% the last two games. If they're going to shoot just averages, it just looks like the Lakers are just a far better team. Not to mention, it looks like that waiting part where the Lakers clinched the one seed. They basically took like two weeks off. Of, of not playing, sitting, rotating, whatever. And Portland had to play really, really hard just to get here. I think that rest is starting to benefit the Lakers a lot and really hurt the Blazers. I'm going to have to flip. I, I, I hate it because I really don't like the Lakers, but it just looks like they're the dominant team here, and I'm going to bet the Lakers. They're another team that was dominant at the free throw line in in the last game. Uh, they ended up getting 43 free throw attempts to only 19 for Portland. Again, mystifying the Portland coach. Uh, I don't expect that they'll get as many free throws today. And in the last game, Dame Dollar said that his left index finger was really bothering him, and it caused him to ease up on the dribble and ease up on his shooting motion. And as a result, he went two for nine in the second half. He says he's feeling better. I don't think he goes two for nine in the second half. And despite all that, the Lakers only won by nine. I'm going to take Portland. I think they have a shot to win this game as well. So I'm betting Portland. Yeah, I'm with you. With you guys. Uh, Not you, Panther. You're out. Um, I I like Portland here. I'm going to take them plus the seven and a half. I, I think, yeah, I do think they can win this game too. And why would you be mystified if LeBron James is on the other side that they get more free throws than you? (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't mystified. The coach was mystified. Yeah, I was like, and I'm yeah. sure he knows too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said at the on the onset of this, this whole bubble thing was set up for Mr. James. So oh, it doesn't yeah. surprise me. Well, the NBA Absolutely. is set up for. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, if, if I bet yeah. if I bet the Lakers, you guys keep betting the Blazers, I will take that L happily every single time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max, what else you got on tap? Uh, let, let me talk about the, the Islanders at the Flyers. This is a series that we really want to talk about. The Flyers walked 
through that round robin against the East's elite, but then struggled with Montreal. In particular, they had they had trouble with their offense. Perhaps that had to do with some sensational goaltending by the Habs, or maybe Philly just has some offensive woes that they need to address. Either way, this is a damn good team. And I expect them to show up to battle with the Islanders. This is not going to be a sweep in any sense of the you know imagination, right? Neither team is going to sweep. This is going to be a hard-fought series, I believe. Uh, there's no secret. I really like the Islanders. Uh, I liked them last year, and that was par- probably part of my betting downfall last year is that uh, my feelings about them clouded my judgment. But, I mean, it's hard to argue with their bubble results so far. They've got a plus 15 goal differential. This is a team that is playing great on defense and exploiting other teams' uh, woes, uh, mistakes, if you will, to score some offense. It's a brand new series. Uh, The value play is probably taking the Flyers at this low of a rate. But I need Philly to show me that they are for real. And until then, I'm going to bet New York. I'm going to take the Islanders here. I think they take game one. You know, looking at the scores um, in the bubble, and in um, the lack of scoring for the Flyers, as it's duly mentioned, it looks like the Islanders' defense is equal to the task. I mean, these could be some really low-scoring games. The goaltending for both teams has been phenomenal. Yeah, I like the Flyers, but man, it's just so consistent that they can't score 2-0, 1-0, and when they lose, they get blown out like 5 to nothing. Um that didn't happen with the Islanders. Even their losses were close. I'm on the opposite side as, as far as the value. I think getting a plus line with the Islanders and them having the slightly better edge at scoring, uh, I find enough value in the Islanders. So, I'll, I mean, it's hockey. I'm not betting it, but I'll lean the Islanders. Well, during the regular season, the Flyers were 0-3 against the Islanders, and then they struggled as we've chronicled – on this show regularly to score against Montreal. And again, they're going to have a tough against the Islanders. They gave up the second fewest shots during the, uh, so far in the playoffs. But if you look a little deeper, the flyers hold the statistical edge in almost every category. So it's hockey. I'm with Panther. I'm not a big better, but I'm going to lean the flyers. Right. I'm not crazy about this one. I think Vegas has another achieved another perfectly sweet spot where I don't know that you can comfortably jump on either side. So I am just going to lean New York here. Maybe there's some value there just a little bit. Hey, that's the thing, man. The payout is just not there for the Islanders. It's not. If, 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 you, if you were going to, st- if you were going to get a line for this game three weeks ago, this would be Philadelphia minus minus one forty. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, that there is actually value on betting Philadelphia here at this low enough line that you're going to get at some books, you know, as low as minus 114, 115. That's a value play for Philadelphia. The value is not there for the Islanders. I just think the Islanders win. Well, there you go. Yeah. All well, right. that, means the value will be, that means the value will be there for the Flyers tomorrow. So on the next game, yeah. yeah. The value, the value is going to be for uh, – one of them on, on game two. You can get that big plus line for the Islanders or even lower for the Flyers. Um, I'm going I'm going to baseball. And my boy is taking the mound. Trevor Bauer, Milwaukee Brewers. Man, somebody tell me. I'm not I'm not saying the words, 
but that is a where Bauer the way he's pitched and that line I'm seeing it at like minus one thirty five. Is that what you got, Arch? Yeah, right around there. Uh, one thirty eight, minus one thirty. Yeah, that I mean it, it leaves me scratching my head because nobody can hit this guy. Trevor Bauer is just going out there and mowing people down. He's going uh, deeper into games, six and seven innings, striking out you know ten per game. Um, th- this guy's just dealing. The line feels off. I feel like this should be like minus one sixty, minus one seventy. It, 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 I'm scratching my head, but I'm going to take it. It might be a trap. It might be a gift. It might be something bad. But until somebody beats him, I'm riding Trevor Bauer in this train. Hey, Arch, I, I, this is auto refresh, right? Yeah, it just goes by itself. Yeah, yeah I'm seeing Pinnacle down to one twenty nine. Oh, it's supposed to update. Hmm. And go to the source. Yeah, it's it's you know I, I I'm I'm seeing anyway, uh, I'm with you Panther. I think this. I don't want to use the G word, but I think this this is low, right? I mean, the Brewers are just terrible. That's a simple statement right there. They just got swept by the Pirates. They've lost four in a row. They've accumulated a minus seventeen run differential in that span. The the Reds. I mean, they've been a disappointing team. They lost three or four to St. Louis. Their playoff hopes are dwindling, but. They're going to win more games than Milwaukee does here on out. Uh, the money is all over the Reds. So I'm not seeing, I guess maybe it's, maybe it's a mistake in my, my app here because you just refreshed and it's, it's still the same. So It is. I went right to the source. Pinnacle's got right. it at 138. I'm, I'm going to jump on that minus 138. I'm going to eat a little chalk today with Panther and I'm going to take the Reds. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Unmute the mic, Rich. It is unmuted. Oh, okay. Well, you're back. Are you guys there? I don't know what happened. I did unmute it. Anyway, um, Bauer is definitely pitching out of his mind. 41 Ks in just eight hits over 26 in the third innings. I mean, that's well below his career. I mean, well above or below, depending how you look at it, his career norms, just by far his best numbers. Uh, The only thing that concerns me in this game is the Reds' bullpen. But outside of that, I'm in agreement with Max, Panther. I'm – Betting the Reds. Hmm. I wasn't crazy about this one like you guys were. I didn't like it. Something smelled to me, so I was just going to lean the Reds. So you avoided the French mistake. No F code here. Nope. I like our odds. I like our odds better. Yeah, you, you should. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for baseball, do you guys want the plus line or the minus line game? The plus line. All right. Well, we're going to go to your hometown then, Arch. We're going to go with the Kansas City Royals betting them over to St. Louis Cardinals. You got two young, talented pitchers in uh, Casey's Brad Keller. He's 25 years old and he hasn't given up a run yet. Just eight hits, eight walks, and 15 strikeouts and 17 and two thirds. And the St. Louis pitcher, Jack Flaherty's just 24, started for them on opening day. They've kind of managed him post COVID. And so he will be on a pitch count today. The Cards have one of the top bullpens, but so does Kansas City. So I'm going to take Kansas City. I think I'm getting value, and I think they're going to win the game outright. They burned me twice this weekend. (laughs) So I I can't do it. I'm with you, though. I'm leaning the Royals here. The money is pouring in on St. Louis. 
and that line keeps getting better for KC. So I think if you hold on out, you want even more value. You wait a little bit more, and you're going to get even more money out of this KC game. Uh, I'm going to lean the Royals. I, I love Brad Keller out there, uh, and and the fact that Flaherty is still going to be on a pitch count. He pitched 1.1 innings last time, um, so that's going to put some extra stress on that that really good St. Louis bullpen. They might have to go with a you know like one of those. Uh, yeah, just toss him out there, eat some innings type of guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Royals might get some hits there. Uh, I do. I like the Royals, but after this weekend, I, I can't do it. Yeah, this really wasn't one of the games I was looking at, even though it is a fantastic pitching matchup. I, you know, I view Jake Flaherty as one of the up and coming aces. Um, Brad Keller, you know, just he's just relatively new. Um, he's not going to have a zero ERA. <laughs> for the season um that that's going to come back to average at some point i don't know if today's the day though the cardinals just aren't that big of a hitting team they don't have the power that they they've had in the, the past um and maybe a lot of them are still recovering from a lot time off of their their little covid vacation they took i'm i'm with you i'm just not a better on this game uh, i'll lean the royals yeah the royals trigger a bet and so i'm gonna bet them but it- it's more of a, a, you know, a value bet than an actual they're going to win bet. It's I can't say that they have the majority chance to win, but they have enough of a chance to trigger a bet. So keep that in mind. This is a value bet for me. All right, Max, I need a quick uh, update here on the Miami Marlins Nationals. Where's the money coming in? Money is hard on Miami. So crazy on Miami right now. Okay, yeah. then that makes sense because it is getting worse for Miami. Mm-hmm. They were plus one twenty. They're plus one oh eight now. Oh my god, just updated. Like it is single digit money on Washington right now. Damn, I didn't think I wanted a piece of Miami, but if that's the case, I I can get there. I can squint a little bit and convince myself to do it. I'll bet Miami plus the one oh eight now. Jeez. I am with you. I had this at plus 110. Yeah. I'm jumping on the 108 right now. I like Pablo Lopez on the mound for them. And seeing how that money is all over them, it's hard to resist. Uh, this is going to be the fifth straight game these two teams have played. They've pretty much split. Uh, the, the Nats took it to Miami yesterday. I think it's time for Miami to take it to the Nationals. I'm betting the Marlins with you, buddy. All right. Yeah, Marlins got the sticks to keep up. They definitely have the pitching advantage here because Austin Voth has not pitched well at all uh, his last couple outings. So, and Lopez has been phenomenal. So, I'll jump on board with you guys. Uh, I'll I'll jump on the Marlins. I'm gonna bet the. I'm gonna lean on the Marlins. Oh. I'm not getting enough value. I do think they're gonna win the game, but I'm not getting enough value on on the Marlins. I'll I'll keep us from the whoa. French kiss of whoa, death. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a plus line. And you think they're going to win the game? How much more value do you need? Mm. I mean, mathematically, if they're plus right, one on one, I'll, I'll take yeah. I'll take the Marlins. I, I went through this last night and I was going to take them, but every single time I've taken them, I've, I've okay. lost. Well, there you you guys sure you want me to do this? There you go. <laughs> I'll lean the Marlins just so you guys win. All right, all right. Well, that was good. Oh, that was a good one. We are going to run a little bit long today, though, Max. So let's say that's it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com for even more sports picks. We have lots of 
sports betting we're going to cover today. I got more baseball picks, too. I'm eyeing up a couple other games like that Athletics Rangers one. I'll tell you that. Oh, boy. So head over to our website. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Monday. Rich, final words. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We want to make sure we let you know that we appreciate without you folks. The show is kind of meaningless, right? So we do it for you. And make sure you tell your friends about us, whether you talk to them on Twitter, Instagram, in the lunchroom. Let them know about absolute degeneracy because friends don't let friends bet without absolute degeneracy. Panther, the keys are yours. Take us home. Uh, I am home for this podcast, but got to hit the road. Going to start uh, work early this this week. But um, Max, I can't wait to read what you write up because that uh, A's Rangers game that is a pitching duel. That's one I was looking at too. So I want to see if we're both on the same side of that one. But uh, yeah, you guys know the deal. AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. That's where we're hanging out. We talk shit. We get breaking news when we hear it post uh, the other games that we're talking about or betting on so jump on there hang out with us let us know what you did over the weekend what you're betting on tonight and when it's all said and done kids make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents (laughs) 